From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. Welcome to AM Hodgepodge. I'm Mark Tapp, and Keith Weltons is my co-host. Yeah. sitting right across from me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Good morning. Hey, so I have a quick question before we get started. Yeah, have you seen Top Gun Maverick? Did you watch that movie? I did. Yeah. Okay. So I I just watched it over uh, uh, last week. So did I actually you, watched it uh, Monday night. Did you see it in the theater or did no? I watched at it. At the, I watched it at the house. Okay. And got this. I think. You know, I mean, you can say it was a different experience, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but what I will say is, um, did it make you want to go back and do f- pilot? <laughs> uh, well, uh, not being shot at by missiles and stuff. I know that. Uh, no, I actually, I mean, uh, you you know my story a little bit. I, uh, when I was in high school, that's what I wanted to do was fly for the Air Force. Correct. Um, and of course, that wasn't in the cards, just simply because I wouldn't have, they wouldn't have brought me in because of my eyesight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that happened after, I think after sophomore or junior year, my eyesight started to get less than twenty twenty. So, mm-hmm. so then I thought, well, I'll just fly big jets instead, and I kind of went on that path for a while. But uh, yeah, uh, that wasn't I, my real calling. I think would have been fighter pilot. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes you think that would that would have been really cool, but yeah. I, but I never really think I, I don't have any regrets because I did, it wasn't even an opportunity, right? It wasn't available. Yeah. So well, I, I, the reason I, I'm just asking because it when you watch it, you do go, okay, I get it. So when you watch it, yeah, did you think to yourself? I could have done that. <laughs> uh, the, the, no, actually, the opposite. Yeah. Um, the uh, intensity of uh, pilot, and, and, and you can say some of it's over dramatized and sure, everything else. Yeah. And so I, I get that. But even the um, you know landing on ships uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, sort of a thing is is uh, always just fascinating. The uh, Movie, you know, the way it begins, no different than how Star Wars begins or Rocky begins or any of these iconic tr- trilogies or sequels or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, it's just awesome. It's the same. And, you, 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 you know, you, you can go watch the other one, 30 years old or whatever, but then you watch the new one and you want it to start the exact same way. Yeah. And yeah. it's just... It's just fascinating. All right. Well, with that being said, let's just see if I can cue that music up. No. (laughs) 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 Yeah. All right. Well, good morning. This is Keith Wellens, and that is Mark Tapp, and you are listening to AM Hodgepodge. Show four about New River Valley. We'll be bringing in a guest in the second segment. And uh, it's a guest that individuals periodically hear on the radio stations, actually, all of their radio stations and it's paul 
He's a great guy and a wealth of knowledge and kind of really reinforces, Mark, um, kind of what we do here uh, as far as the station and why individuals, we encourage them to reach out. And, uh, you know, we always tell them that there are ways to reach out. And that is through social media, call the station, uh, emails, whatever it may be. So yeah, with, and, 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 you know, maybe this is a message that doesn't get out enough. Uh uh, the opportunity for somebody to come on the radio show yeah. isn't necessarily uh, – shouldn't be viewed by somebody that's maybe listening to us thinking, well, why would I do that? Correct. Uh, it's not necessarily an advertising opportunity so much as it is, as it is a storytelling opportunity. Correct. Uh, and, and maybe it will – uh, just let people know in in the New River Valley that you exist, that you're part of the New River Valley, that your company's here, that your employees are here, yeah. um, and that there's a story to be told that enriches everybody that's listening. Yeah, we've done it. Nonprofits, for-profits, mm-hmm. uh, electorals, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, our first segment, we normally dive into beer and uh, – yeah, I've got I've got maybe three different things that they're all over the board. Pick me your favorite. But they're oh, so I, this is where I get to come in, and I'm going blind on this. <laughs> so depending on how good your first one is, that'll allow you to be able to choose the second one. So right. if you start with the all worst, right. I'll start with the what's the most interesting to me. Okay, go ahead. Um, I, I like I see I've established the rules. Go right. ahead, give it to me. <laughs> so uh, let's start with this. Um, did you know – well, let's, let, let me pose it as a question. Do you think that malt liquor sales mm. over the last three years have gone up or down? Mm. So I can actually believe they went up. And the reason I could believe they went up could, one, have to do with immigration. Two – could have to do with a reintroduction of malt liquor as a different flavors or offerings. Um, and three for costs. So those are my three guests. So either immigration, new flavors, or cost savings. Is it one of those three? Well, you're hitting on some really good stuff. But none of it is applicable. None of it's true. Damn. Uh, <laughs> right. no, so, so then I would true. say then it's down it's, then. Yeah, it so is then I, actually down. Okay, yeah. so then I would have said down. If it's not those three, then it's definitely down. It's down 26%. I believe over that. Because I know that they removed years. a lot of lines right yeah, out exactly. of there. You know, the Colt's gone, and yeah. I think uh, Cobra is gone. There's a couple of these names that are clearly gone. Yep. Yeah, okay. And uh, now you were right about one thing, and and this is something that I really hadn't been aware of. I hadn't been paying attention. Um, but there is sort of a reintroduction of malt liquor happening on the craft beer side. Sure, yep. So craft brewers sort of said, well, let's see if we can make uh, malt liquor – something that is more appealing right and maybe break the stigma that's been attached to to malt liquor for Mm -hmm. so many decades and so that is actually matter of fact um uh one of the brewers that is i will put this um this article up i believe it's virginia beer company actually they uh their sort of uh base uh for the cold ipa which is a beer that we talked Mm -hmm. about last week i think um, is their malt liquor. Gotcha. 
Um, and so uh, they're all sort of lagering mm-hmm. these malts. And, and what I found was pretty interesting, and I don't think this is, has anything to do with brewing style requirements. Um, but what seemed pretty interesting about it was they almost all of the breweries that are going off in this endeavor to, to make malt liquor great again um, are using state-grown malt. Uh, rather than just nationally provided or nationally okay. sourced, um, the uh, but essentially that beer style needs to be somewhere between five and I think ten mm-hmm. percent on alcohol. Right, right, right. And most of them are hovering around that seven or eight mm-hmm. percent range. I saw this reference in the article. Uh, it was actually Schlitz malt liquor uh, when they were when they were advertising. They advertised it as bold enough. To serve on the rocks. Okay. Would you? I mean, well, let's start with. Do you? Are there no. any malt liquors that you would like? Uh, I've had them before. So like? here's here's a perfect example. Uh-huh. They they do blend them. So if you buy the um, Paps Blue Ribbon mm-hmm. uh, coffee flavored mm, beer, that is malt liquor. It's malt liquor with coffee infused so you can get the caffeine with the malt liquor. Yeah. So I certainly understand that, uh, like, uh, what is it? It's not the white Russian, but the, is it the brown Russian or whatever? But the, there's like a brown one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, instead black, of, it's black Russian. Black Russian, yeah. So you, you, so you know that you could you could certainly use the, the malt liquor in that. But would I personally do it? No, in a yeah. pinch would it work? Absolutely, Mountain Dew and things like that work. So, yeah, why wouldn't it work? Yeah, the the uh, the other part of this um, resurgence is that I think as the brewing uh, culture becomes more diverse, mm-hmm. you're actually seeing um, a a pull, sort of a um, a desire to go retro and to sort of have a nostalgic. Correct. There's a nostalgic pull for them because they maybe grew up with an uncle or somebody that, sure. was, that loved. We've talked about liquor. that. The first beer we ever had and yeah. kind of how you remember it. And you can remember the name and probably even the location. And there's some total truth to that. Yeah. There's uh, uh, the Christopher Gansey is the brewer at Dale View Brewery, okay. uh, which is in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, and he has an uncle that loves malt liquor. And so he's he's developed his own malt liquor, and it's called James Earl. And it's labeled Craft Malt Licka, L-I-K-K-A. Gotcha. So, uh, Hello, that New York uh, uh, pronunciation to it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So you you said something uh, just a little bit ago about that first beer that we remembered. Yeah. And so the other story I wanted to talk about was uh, this was pretty surprising for me. And and I think maybe that's the point. Uh, New Belgium, which is a brewery in Colorado, Mm -hmm. um, is changing their fat tire recipe. Okay. And the packaging after 32 years. Well, didn't they get – well, they also got bought. They did. Yeah. So they're owned – are they owned by Anheuser-Busch or InBev at this point in time? No. Oh, no. They're owned by uh, Constellation. That's right. Yeah, that's it. And uh, so Fat Tire – have you ever had a Fat Tire? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Fat Tire is sort of known in the industry as – They're a, amber. That's right. 
it's a gateway beer. Yeah. And the gateway beer into crap. I've never really brewery. been a fan of, the, of their fat tire amber, but yeah, I know that that's kind of where they, they hung their hat. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's definitely drinkable, and that's sure. the point. It's a very easily drinkable uh, craft style beer. Right. Um, uh, now, they didn't go so far as to say that what they were changing about the the recipe. They did say that it would be a... Uh, Malt liquor based? No. no. <laughs> it's a small change. Uh, change. And I have a feeling that um, it, parts of it may have to do with um, their... It's a constant push for this company to be more environmentally uh, responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, they've broken all kinds of barriers when comes to uh, environmental responsibility. Yeah, we talked about this, where they recycle the water, uh, the barley. I mean, yeah. they do a lot of that, yeah. And I think they even use the solar panels. They have 100%. They have the largest privately owned solar array Yeah, yeah. on the planet. Yeah. It's, uh, and they are the first uh, carbon neutral brewery. All right, so here, here you are. All right, so we're, we're going off. So you went to school in boulder i did and denver is it true that boulder and denver are only like 25 or 30 miles apart yeah it's about about that it's probably more like 40 jeez i had no idea it was that close yeah it takes about 50 minutes to get there i had no idea no traffic i had no no idea it was that close yeah on a clear day you could you you'd be able to see boulder really because it's just so high up yeah Mm, curvature of the earth type see, thing i know you you can just see the, the there's a, a mountain uh array whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it um that is called the flat irons and so they're very easily distinguished hmm. uh from the, the surrounding okay areas. i thought i always thought boulder was like somewhere out in the you know the boondocks Plains somewhere or whatever, but apparently no, it's, it's not. It, I wouldn't call it a suburb of Denver because it's not that close. Uh, close, but it it, it neighbors suburbs of Denver. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, cool. All right, last story, uh, and this is this will be a short one because uh, I don't know that either of us want to hear this, but Canada uh, has the uh, the health department in Canada, Health Canada has come out with a study that they've been working on mm-hmm. uh, on alcohol. Okay. And uh, not much different than the United States. The, you know, up until now, they said uh, men could have two drinks a, uh, a day. Sure. And women could have one, and that was kind of the your safety barrier. Yep. Uh, this 90-page report from the Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction uh, says no amount of alcohol is safe. Sure. Now I will fight back on that. Those <laughs> studies. There's so there's two two reasons why they they say those uh-huh. things. This goes back to um, uh, check your source and question the messenger. Sure. So we need to understand that there's mm-hmm. constantly an argument that uh, alcohol, whether it be a uh, considered a sin or a tax or anything else, and I'm going to going to hone in on, on the tax part. No different than with alcohol, whether it's a sin or if it's a tax. The main purpose uh, is uh, by labeling something a certain way, it allows uh, uh, governments local and state and federal 
to be able to increase the taxes on that as opposed to a complete ban. So they can do it and they can say it's for public health reasons. So it's an it's an it's a way to attack. And that's it. And that's exactly what they're trying to do is get it labeled. Correct. Right. Yeah, exactly right. So we need to start with that. So let's look at it a secondary way and say, what are they basing this off of? They're basing this off of um, uh, what I'm going to call norms. And the normal person, for instance, doesn't eat enough fruits and vegetables. Sure. The normal person actually doesn't drink enough fluids. What I mean by fluids, water Mm -hmm. in any given day. Mm -hmm. So they're walking around dehydrated. So if the normal person doesn't eat enough fruits and vegetables and a normal person doesn't drink enough water, can alcohol be more damning to you? The answer is yes. Instead of saying, eat more fruits and vegetables and drink more water, what they will do is simply say, we won't, yeah, you get, you got it. Yeah. Exactly right. And so that's this part that we need to understand. They'll base a decision off of something, but when you read the full report, it says because people aren't doing this, 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 and this, and this, this is what we're saying, as opposed to saying exercise more, eat more fruits and vegetables, drink more water, and then don't worry about the other. They say we're going to because it's all about taxes. It's all about taxes. And that's what is uh, uh, – I'll get off my soapbox. No, but, I love it. But I, that I, is absolutely 100% I, yeah. true if you read the reports. I didn't expect – I didn't expect to visit the soapbox this morning, but I'm yeah. glad that we did. But it is. If you do look at the reports, all the reports are based off of that information. That is why they believe that. And my, my, my one – last part is this. The majority of people I know on a casual basis who drink alcohol actually drink a significant amount of water per day. And the reason they do is because they know that it helps to fight the effects of, uh, alcohol. of alcohol. Yeah, and so it's this oddity. So you can't take a whole country segment and say because they don't. It's just like saying, I mean, I know people who just drink Mountain Dew all day. Sure. Right. And of course, if you if they had any other thing, it would be detrimental to them. But so is the Mountain Dew. Yeah. So is the Mountain Dew. It already leads to large uh, side effects. All right. Well, that being said, uh, good, good three, by the way. All right. You got me amped up. All right. So with that being said, we'll go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll bring in our first guest. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Bad and 